Amen and hallelujah. Before we bring a message to you tonight from the Word of God, I want to thank all of you so much for every one of you that have bought one of our Into Africa t-shirts. I appreciate that so much. We still have a few left, so if you haven't bought one yet, I hope the Holy Spirit will convict you to do so. (laughs) But do pray for us. We'll leave July 17th, and we'll be gone until July 31st. You know there's many dangers, uh, many toils, but we know that God is able to protect us and strengthen us, and He's able to do exceedingly abundantly above all we can even ask or think. But we do beg your interest in, in your prayers for that mission. It's been four years since we, we've been able to go and visit our brothers and sisters. And there, and as Brother Zach always says, I'm highly enthused to return once again to Kenya and Malawi. So please pray for us. The subject on our heart tonight is celebrating Jesus Christ. I want you to just think about for yourself on a daily basis. How often do you find yourselves really celebrating Jesus Christ Himself in in your heart, in your devotions? You know it's good to read your Bible, it's good to pray, but... If it's just a discipline, if it's just something that we do, you know, to check off a, a good boy and a good girl list, then it's not, as, it's not as profitable to us as it should be. But if we're really seeking to celebrate Jesus Christ and His victory in our life, it will be something that will really transform our lives and transform our attitudes and our usefulness to the Lord. So that's our thought tonight. That's our challenge. Lord, help me to learn how to celebrate you more in my life and the victory that you have given to me. So we're going to begin in Psalm 34 and 19. And I'm just going to go ahead and tell y'all that King David is one of my favorite people in the whole Bible. His stories, the stories of him captured my mind when I was a young child. You know how he runs down the hill with his sling and his stone and he chops down Goliath. Oh, we we rejoice to read the Psalms and and, uh, see David on the mountaintop sometimes and in the valley sometimes. David was someone who knew how to celebrate His victories in the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen? You read the the Psalms sometimes, David would even celebrate the victory before God even gave him the victory. And then he would celebrate after the victory again. Hallelujah? Yes! David knew how to celebrate. I don't know everything that we'll get to do in heaven, but this is going to be one of my requests to God is that I get to have a personal dance session with King David. I love how it says that he danced before the Lord with all of his might. I just want five minutes to dance with David sometime when I'm in glory with him and celebrate 
with him. So I've made a deal with the fourth through sixth uh, Bible study students. If they can get all four points in the message tonight and they can repeat them to me tomorrow, instead of one piece of candy, they get two pieces of candy. That's the deal. One little girl comes up after the Bible study. She says, now, now, Brother Nathan, are you going to be specific about those points? Or are we just going to have to pick them out? <laughs> so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be specific. All right. We're going to begin in Psalm 34, verse 19. Listen to King David as he is in the cave in the wilderness of Engedi, and he turns the cave into a palace as he celebrates the victory that he has in God. Look at this verse 19. Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivereth them out of them all. Can you say hallelujah to that? Can you say amen to that? Raise your hand if you have experienced that in your life. Raise your hand. Testify to the Lord. Lord, I've had many afflictions in my life and maybe many more, but I believe in the victory that is in Jesus Christ. And I believe the power of your word that you will deliver me either in life or in death out of them all. Hallelujah. There's power in that. Point number one. The celebration of the victory of Jesus Christ is the very anthem of heaven itself. Amen. It is the anthem of heaven. Do you know what they're doing in heaven right now, Brother Thomas? They are celebrating the victory of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen? They are celebrating His victory together. I think about Jonathan Poe. I think about Sister Debbie. I think about Brother Edwin Carter right now at this very moment. They are joining the anthem of heaven and they are celebrating the victory of Jesus Christ. If you and I, by God's grace, get there one day, we will join them in singing the anthems of the victories of Jesus Christ today, yesterday, and forever. It will go on forever. His praises and the praises and the celebration of His victories will never end. You know, I used to love the Olympics. I, I've kind of squelched some of my fervor for the Olympics. I think all of you know why. But I used to always love it when one of our American athletes would win. And they would take the podium and they would begin to play the national what? The anthem. And they would play the anthem because victory had occurred. And not only did the, had the person on the podium won the victory, but all of us had won the victory with them. Well, I want to tell you that Jesus Christ is the greatest victor the world and the universe has ever known. Amen? He has won the victory. They're still singing about it in heaven at this very moment. That's what they're doing in heaven right now. Even Jesus Christ celebrated His victory upon the earth. 
Remember, as he gave his last breath upon the cross of Calvary, he said with a loud voice, It is what? It is finished. He wasn't saying, I'm finished. He said, it is finished. The work, the battle, the conquering that he had came into the world. He came forth to conquer and to conquer. And beloved, when he ascended up on high, what did he do? He led captivity captive and he gave gifts to men. Jesus Christ celebrated. Hallelujah. They celebrated even his birth when he came into the world. And they are celebrating in heaven now the celebration of the victory of Jesus Christ and of Jesus Christ is the very anthem of heaven itself. Praise the Lord. If they're celebrating it in heaven, should we not also celebrate it upon the earth? Celebrate it every day. Second point. The celebration of the victory of Jesus Christ is the battle cry of every believer. I've had this message in my heart a long time. It was born out of a time of great sorrow, out of a moment of great weakness, a moment where I personally felt so defeated. Have you ever been there? So defeated, so alone, so broken, so overwhelmed. Have you been there? And have you thought in those moments, Lord, there's no way that I can ever have victory over this in my life. You know that's exactly the way the devil wants us to feel, isn't it? He wants us to be discouraged. He wants us to feel defeated. He wants us to feel like that we can never overcome all the things that He puts in this life to oppose us. He wants us to forget about the victory that we have in the Lord Jesus Christ. I tell you, He has defeated Satan. He has defeated death. He has conquered all of our sins. He has put them as far away as the east is from the west. He has nailed them to the cross. He has rose triumphant over all of His enemies till they be made His footstool. He reigns and He's victorious. And so we are also victorious with Him. Oh, hallelujah. Turn with me to 2 Corinthians chapter 4. Do you remember these I don't know what you're facing tonight. You might be in some of the darkest times that you've ever been. You might be exactly where I was when God began to put these thoughts and this message into my heart because it took many nights of weeping. It took many days of hoping and praying. It took many times of being disappointed over and over again. And the victory for me in this situation didn't come all at once. But finally, finally the Lord gave me ultimate victory over it. And I praise His name. And I celebrate Jesus Christ tonight with you. But you might not be there tonight. 
You might be looking at certain situations in your life or things that you're facing and all hope seems lost. All victory seems unattainable. Can I just challenge you to bring that to Jesus? To wait upon Him? To believe in Him? To trust in Him? To cry to Him as has been said? And to wait on Him and believe the promise that many are the afflictions of the righteous. But what? The Lord delivereth them out of them what? Out of them all. That's victory. David is celebrating victory even in a cave in, in Getty. Here in 2 Corinthians chapter 4, don't you love this? Maybe this is you tonight. Verse 8. We are troubled on every side, yet not distressed. We are perplexed, but not in despair. We are persecuted, but not forsaken. Cast down, finish it, but not destroyed. Always bearing about in the body the dying of the Lord Jesus that the life also of Jesus might be made manifest in our body, for which we, for we which live are always delivered unto death for Jesus' sake, that the life also of Jesus might be made manifest in our mortal flesh. So then death worketh in us, but life in you, we having the same spirit of faith according as it is written, I believed, and therefore have I spoken. We also believe, and therefore speak. Knowing that He which raised up the Lord Jesus shall raise up us also by Jesus and shall present us with you. For all these things are for your sakes that the abundant grace might through the thanksgiving of many redound to the glory of God. For which cause? The cause of what? The cause of victory in Jesus Christ. We faint not, but though our outward man perish, Yet the inward man is renewed day by day. For our light affliction, which is but for a moment, worketh for us a far more exceeding and eternal weight of glory. I would propose to you the Apostle Paul is talking about victory. Victory. It is your battle cry. Paul said that he would count all things but dung that he might win Christ. Bring it all to Christ. He will give you victory. No weapon formed against you shall prosper. Do not live as a victim. Because Christ has made you a victor. The devil wants you all to believe that you are victims. But Jesus has come to proclaim triumphantly, you are not victims, but you are the victors. You have the victory. Celebrate that every day in your life. I think about even the great martyr Stephen. Remember he made his great defense there in the book of Acts. He said, but brother Nathan, Stephen was stoned. How did he receive the victory? Oh, beloved, he was received up into glory, was he not? And even as the stones 
fell upon him. He saw the heaven open, right? And he said that I see one that is like the Son of Man standing at the right hand of God. What was he doing? He was proclaiming victory. Victory. Point number three. The celebration of the victory of Jesus Christ needs to be a daily discipline in our lives. The celebration of the victory of Jesus Christ needs to be a daily discipline in our lives. Now, myself and the fourth through sixth grade, we have given each other a dare and a deal. So, all the fourth and sixth grade that have committed for five minutes, three times a day, to think only about Jesus Christ, will you raise to your feet? Raise to your feet. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Okay, be seated. I want to challenge all of you to it. I want to challenge you to it. You can take it up or you cannot. It's up to you. How much victory do you want? Five minutes a day. Three times a day. I'm challenging each and every one of you for a year till we come back to camp next year to think only about Jesus Christ for 15 minutes a day. I want you to see how much that it will change our lives. How much victory we will experience in the Lord Jesus Christ. Because, beloved, we need to celebrate our salvation. We need to celebrate our Savior. Amen? I think about Moses and Miriam and Aaron and the Israelites when they crossed the Red Sea and they got to the other side. And then Pharaoh's host descended upon them and God destroyed all their enemies before them. Did they just say, oh, that's good. Well, that was nice. Well, what a great coincidence. Glad that's over. No, what did they do? They celebrated. They celebrated and praised God. Oh, when they saw the walls of Jericho fall with Joshua, they shouted and celebrated. Paul and Silas, after they had been beaten and were in prison all night in their chains, they began to what? They began to sing and celebrate. Oh, Hallelujah. May we do that. May we trust that it will drive the world and the devil insane. The more and more we celebrate the victory that we have in the Lord Jesus Christ. Now, fourth point and last to close. The celebration of the victory of Jesus Christ is at the very heart of all Scripture. The celebration of the victory of Jesus Christ is at the very heart of all Scripture. And the way that I want to close tonight is I want you to go with me, go with me to five verses. I'm not going to preach these verses. I'm going to let these verses preach themselves through the Holy Spirit in your heart. But what I want you all to do, I want you all to go with me to these Scriptures and I want us to all Read them out loud victoriously 
together. And then after I get down, I want us to sing that sweet old hymn, Palms of Victory, together. Okay, are you ready? All right. Turn to 2 Samuel, chapter 23, and verse 10. 2 Samuel, chapter 23, and verse 10. And let's celebrate this together. Are you ready? Together. And the Lord wrought a great victory that day, and the people returned after Him. Let's try it again. Everybody together, reading out loud. 2 Samuel 23.10 And the Lord wrought a great victory that day, and the people returned after Him. Hallelujah. 1 Chronicles 29. 1 Chronicles 29, verse 11. You're going to have to speed up. 1 Chronicles 29, verse 11. Are you ready to celebrate? Let's celebrate together. Thine, O Lord, is the greatness and the power and the glory and the victory and the majesty. Hallelujah. Are you ready? Psalm 98. Psalm 98, verse 1. Let's celebrate again. Psalm 98, verse 1. We love this one. We have a scripture song about it. Are you ready to celebrate? Let's celebrate together. Together, O sing unto the Lord a new song. For He hath done marvelous things. His right hand and His holy arm hath gotten Him the victory. Hallelujah. Matthew chapter 12, verse 20. Matthew chapter 12. And verse 20. This is specifically about our victorious one. The Lord Jesus Christ. Are you ready to celebrate? Together a bruised reed shall he not break. And smoking flax shall he not quench. Till he send forth judgment unto victory. Hallelujah. Well we got two more. Here we go. 1 Corinthians 15.57 Right? This is follows up. O death, where is thy what? Yeah, O grave, where is thy victory? Right? Let's celebrate with Jesus tonight. His great victory. Celebrate with me together. Are you ready? Together. But thanks be to God, which giveth us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Are you, are you celebrating? Hallelujah. One more. One more. It's in 1 John chapter 5 and verse 4. I bet you all know it. I bet you don't even have to turn to it as we celebrate. 1 John chapter 5 verse 4. Do you know it? And this is the victory that overcometh the world, even our faith. Oh, may the Lord bless you. May He keep you. May His sufficient grace shine upon you and give you peace. May He bless whatever has you defeated or cast down. May He bless you to bring it to Him. And may He give you the victory. For the victory 
is His, and the victory is ours. And all the people said, Amen. Let's go. 